How are the boys? Welcome back. Uh, this is the Two Hands and Hard podcast. I nearly fucking forgot what it was there. Um, <laughs> this is uh, season two, episode 18 or 19-ish, up about there. Uh, my name is Liam, I'll be hosting this episode, and today I am joined by... Uh, you know, the two other fuckers are always on with me. So, uh, Robbie, what's the story, bud? Uh, not much, kid. Yourself? Ah, fuck all, Robbie. Fuck all. Just in the door from work, you know, and of course, I have to sit down and chat to two e-fuckers. So, you know. This will be the hardest part of your day, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I chat idiots all day, but you know what? This uh, this takes the biscuit. Um, yeah, TJ, what's the story, Bob? And you don't even get paid for it, so. <laughs> I know, yeah. That's what, that's what kills me, boys. That's what kills me. I but, know, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't let the two of you go off, you know, have a, an episode between yourselves, like, you know. Oh, it should like, be three hours long, just talking about uh, Harlan, we would. Three hours long, talking about Harlan, like, listening to the news, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't slate off the news. Don't slate off the news. Actually, I didn't watch it in the past two nights, so, yeah. Two nights, I haven't watched it in the last two years, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the announcements lately, that's it. I don't. I I come home. I get get the get the house the housemate uh, gives me the rundown of it all. So you know. But he could be giving you fake news. He could be giving you just his version of events. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? It's been going on for a year, and you know he hasn't led me astray just yet. So. Um, that you know of. <laughs> that I know of, you know, but you know, I've been I've uh, been living in my house for well, I haven't gone to work in in twelve months, guys. Twelve months. <laughs> uh, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure, boys, uh, I suppose we'll bet on. Um, I take it to you, you're absolutely fucking buzzing because there has been hurling over the weekend, huh? TJ, you're fucking sitting in the sitting room, man, you all tissues and fucking flapping away, you are. Yeah, I know, it's crying with joy. That's that's why I had the tissues. Um, yeah, 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 no, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, being honest, it's brilliant they're back, um, but... Any of the results you can can't really take them that what would you say realistically in a sense because teams are only back the past couple of weeks, but any day you beat Dublin in Parnell Park, um especially a home game for Kilkenny since Dublin never playing Parnell Park, um it's a great day and some more fake news right there. <laughs> sure didn't they have to contact Brian Cody looking for the directions to Parnell Park they nearly got a Listen, nosebleed heading up North Dublin like, like any any real uh, Dublin GA fans knows exactly where the Neller is you know what I mean so <laughs> that's like complete like the thing is like that Dublin never play at home they never play in Parnell Park they always play in this neutral venue that is Crow Park so you know that's like it's a scandal really and it's uh, it's something that you know it's uh, shameful for the GA to be honest with you <laughs> Hill 16, Dublin only, and but yet it's a neutral venue. Ah, come on, Rob, come on. Ah, uh, you'd have a few coaches <laughs> in there, alright. A few brave coaches that will go into the into the hill now, but uh, you definitely want thick skin if you're going in there. To be fair, it's some experience actually when uh, Croke Park's full um, of Dublin supporters. I mean, but should the Cats take it over when Kilkenny are playing though? Ah, yeah, I know. But... When Dublin are playing, everyone everyone's mad to get in there when Dublin when Dublin aren't there. <laughs> um. But yeah, um, what you were saying there, Liam, yeah, the hurling, hurling's back and terrific. Kilkenny defeated Dublin there yesterday, won 20 to 18 points. Uh, Kilkenny injury-ridden at the moment as well. Um, Limerick kind of stuttering against Tipperary yesterday, 20 points apiece. Tipperary be wondering how they let that game slip, being honest. Um, 
but you wonder would it be like a couple of years ago where Limerick's suffering second season syndrome in a sense so it'd be interesting to see how to go insane that they're missing a couple of players as well for different reasons and um, not to drag on to go down through all the results because there's a huge amount of games on the past two days. Cork really impressive against Watford today. Um five twenty two to one twenty seven. Um Watford came back into that game, but Donald O'Grady's gone back in with Cork as well. Um the I think he's one of the, he was the last manager that won an all earned with Cork. I stand I I stand corrected if I'm wrong on that, but I'm nearly sure back in 2005 so Cork will be a serious animal but the result of the weekend lads is Antrim defeating Clare today 121-22 points up in Belfast and uh, I think any Hurling supporter would be delighted with that Cool, cool I suppose I'll jump back in there I was kind of daydreaming you know? uh, <laughs> myself and uh, myself and Hurlan don't, don't, don't get on boys so <laughs> <laughs> I was actually doodling. I was drawing a picture here. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, look, we had the the Cork and Waterford game on in in Mark there, and uh, I actually stopped watching at half time because Cork looked like they're uh, running away with it. So um, yeah, but um, yeah, Robbie, I understand Ireland there. We uh, we just bet on to rugby, huh? Yeah, I just want to give a special mention to the the Limerick jersey. It is absolutely a savage jersey. It's uh, I don't think I think they should keep it the way it is. Uh, with the green and white hoops, it looks amazing. Um, that's kind of probably the highlight of the hurling. But it was like some great stuff. Uh, it's great even for the players just to be out there and kind of doing what they love and yeah. you know like smashing hurls off each other. You know, sure that's you know what they were born to do, and it's great to see them doing it. And uh, yeah, it's good to have it back. And yeah, as TJ said, uh, Antrim winning that's that's it was a really big result because uh, a couple of other teams, smaller teams, didn't do as well. Uh, they kind of got annihilated. But uh, it's great to see that the small teams winning. You know. Actually, sorry, a quick one there, Liam, before we move. Two quick ones, sorry. Um, the past two days saw the introduction of the new hurling rules as well, uh, where if a, an attacker's running in and a defender clotheslines him, in other words, um, that's a, it's kind of a black card, even though a yellow card is issued. And I explain it that the player... Uh, the defender gets a yellow card and they go to a sin bin for 10 minutes. Uh, be similar to the black card in football, but it's only when it's inside the semicircle, which is what, around 25 metres out. Um, Why don't they use a black card, though? I don't know. I, I well, genuinely don't know. Card. <laughs> I don't know. The the thing about it is, you'll, there are controversy about the black card in football because there are inconsistencies. When you're introducing it into hurling, where it's the fastest field game in the world and you have one official and the linesmen or the umpires have no real power like soccer, there's no VAR, uh, there's no TMO. So it'd be interesting to see. I mean, there was only one, I think, over the weekend. I, I'm not sure about the lower divisions, but there was only one in the Wexford Leash game today where a Leash player... Uh, was Sinbin for the 10 minutes but it'd be interesting when it comes to championship because I don't know how the officials can uh, keep up with it I won't lie to you no matter what their fitness level there will be controversy over it so maybe it's a thing that they'll have to look at and the second thing um, and don't give out to me Robbie if I'm stealing it 
Uh, I want to give a shout out to Memphis Hurling Club over in Memphis, Tennessee as well. They got in contact during the week and it's actually class that they're tuning into the podcast as well. It's it's brilliant that we're able to link in with the diaspora as well. Maybe, uh, maybe a, a little a little trip, you know, sponsored by uh, Memphis or something could, uh, could be around us, you know, just if they are listening, yeah. Uh, you, be, pop over to you, lads. I wouldn't I be against going over to play a game of hurling and sinking a few points with you. So, are you just giving out our hurling there, Liam? You can't go back and over. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, look, look no, 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 no. <laughs> right. I it's... find it that small but boring to watch. No, not boring, but like my my eyesight would be wrecked to try to follow that ball for eighty minutes, like watching it on the TV. Going <laughs> played is a bit of a different story. Like yo, I'd be grand. I'd be able to see the ball. I wouldn't have to watch it the whole time. But watching it on the TV just wrecks my eyes. So, so you prefer watching scrum after scrum after scrum after line out after line out and lads just walking into each other and falling down. That's more your thing? Walking. Walking. Robbie, I'd, <laughs> love to get the, I'd love to get you on a rugby pitch, man. There's one hit. I'd love to see how you deal with it, brother. I, I have to pick no up problem, Liam pal. on this. It just shows that Liam isn't interested in hurling because it's 70 minutes, Liam. Not 80 minutes. 80 minutes is rugby. 70 minutes. Anyway, I'm only joking on that. The greatest game on earth. I mean, <laughs> it was going centuries and millennials old, like. And Yeah, in Ireland. You know, it's, it's the greatest game in Ireland. Go around actually, the world. Go around there, the world. There's ho- Is it the there's, greatest game in the world? It it's was the actually, greatest game in the world if you're Irish. It was actually hurling, and I, I need to look up the history on it because I'm not a... I'd be 98% sure it is. Hurling was brought into Ireland and then Ireland excelled at it. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm only ripping the piss with you. But I had to pick you up on that. I mean, the greatest game blind. on earth. He's just blind. You can't see the slitter. <laughs> <laughs> Too lazy to get contact lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, look, lads, we'll move on to a real sport, I suppose. And uh, rugby... Um, yeah, look, lads. I suppose I've had a busy week in work, and uh, I was kind of delighted that uh, one of the days I got um, I got my lunch early, and I arrived in home, and they were announcing the Lions squad. And uh, I have to say, I'm quite happy. You know, um, Andrew Porter got in with the shout, and I'm fucking delighted for him, lads, because uh, you know he's been playing fucking serious rugby, and then Tyke Furlong came back, and Furlong kind of got the the shout ahead of him. But uh, as you know, as as Irish and Leinster player, but um. You're fucking delighted for Porter to be in with the show, boys. Um, what do you think of the squad, Rob? Do you like it? Not like it? Yeah, well, like, you know, I think everyone's always going to have, like, their players that they wanted to have in and all that sort of stuff. And, like, Warren, Warren Gatland is going to have his kind of bias. And, uh, you know, they're kind of uh, they're kind of picking a squad as well to go to South Africa as well. But in a way, like, it's kind of a little bit meaning, meaningless because there's going to be lads... They're so going to get injured on the like in the next few weeks, and it's going to get definitely going to be guys getting injured in South Africa with like you know massive uh, South African guys crashing into them. Like there's going to be like a a massive injury list. So I think there will be a lot of guys um, who aren't named in the squad that will actually end up going. Like it'd be nearly worth uh, taking an old holiday down to uh, Cape Town just and just bring your boots just in case. You know, you never know what will happen. You might get an old call up. But uh, yeah, I think like overall, it's it's a really good squad. Um, I suppose like the Irish guys, Ringrose and Ryan missing out 
they were kind of big calls. Um, and obviously, Porter getting in was really good. And uh, Tyg Byrne and all the Irish guys that got in there. Um, you know, just mentioning kind of Johnny Sexton, no, it's probably a good thing. I know, like, Johnny Sexton probably won't feel this, but it's probably the best thing that will ever happen to Johnny that he doesn't go to South Africa because, you know, <laughs> like, he's not lasting in games uh, at all this season. And, like, if he goes down to South Africa, it's going to be like an arm wrestle from start to finish with every team they play. So it's probably better for, for his long-term health uh, that he doesn't go. But I, I know he he himself probably would uh, fiercely disagree with that statement I just made, but uh, that's that's the way I see it anyway. Yeah, I, I kind of have to agree with you that, um, you know, I think it is better off for his health. That, like, the South Africa are a fucking seriously um, physical team. So I... Uh, I think it's better for his his head uh, that he doesn't go because uh, you know the, the the chances of him getting a picking up another HIA or another concussion is quite high. But um, yeah, I suppose TJ, what do you think of the squad, man? Yeah, no, I'd agree with nearly everything was said there. I won't lie to you, and I might sound a hypocrite saying it, and you have permission to call me a hypocrite. But you're a hypocrite. I I, I think. <laughs> I think it's a severe gamble be Gatland not selecting Jonathan Sexton. Now, I I was saying for his own good, I mean, the amount of HIAs he has, and I mean, that's a personal thing with him, and I don't like talking about it, so I leave it at that. But the experience that Jonathan Sexton has in massive games, I mean... They are a bias there, I mean, in the squad selections. I know it was great, the likes of Bundyaki, uh, Cohn and all of those being selected. I mean, James Ryan should feel very unlucky not to be selected for it. Um, but it sounds like Gatlin's gone out there to train out muscle South Africa, which is easier said than done. Um, I mean, choosing on Farrell over Jonathan Sexton. I mean, yeah, you can see Farrell is younger. Um, and not as injury prone and all of that but yeah it's a big call I mean even say if it was like the last test series with the Lions finish did it finish a draw in New Zealand yeah it's true yeah. I mean if you were going into the final game wouldn't you like to have Jonathan Sexton there even if he only played that final game that the, the game was set, say, one apiece, you're going into the final game. Forget about the Mickey Mouse matches that I know there are some serious sides that they play, but it's the team, the test team that, you, that you're playing. That's the most important games. But if it's tied one all, I'd, I'd like to have sex in there. I'm not reverting back to GA, but if you had Henry Shefflin at your disposal or uh, Tony Kelly, a Claire, or Patrick Horgan or that, and they were injury prone. You'd still like him there to call on. And that's where that's where I'd be slightly uncertain. And that's where I might sound a hypocrite. But his last lines tour, I'd like to have him there for the maybe the biggest game if it's tied one all. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I think it was the right call not to bring him because uh, look, they're bringing some. Uh, seriously uh, talented tens out anyway so um, yeah. look at the end of the day they don't want uh, Sexton to end up like a fucking vegetable by the time he's in his 40s so I know definitely um, I think it's better off I think it's uh, it's definitely going to be an eye opener for Ireland as well maybe to start uh, showing a bit of faith in their younger tens and saying look yeah, he wasn't even selected for the Lions maybe we should start uh 
kind of focusing on developing the younger the younger uh, tens and try to give them a bit of game time. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think James Ryan was possibly left out due to uh, him picking up a couple of concussions in HIAs in his last few games as well. So yeah. I think that's kind of what uh, let him miss out on it. Um, delighted that Ian Henderson got the shout. Um, he's been playing some serious stuff uh, for Ireland. Um, I have one like what the fuck moment. Um, Bundy Aki, how in the name of Jesus did he make it by his hat? Like he he hasn't even been making it for the Ireland squad, and he's uh, he's selected to go. I think that is madness. Oh, look, I'm delighted for the man. I'm delighted. He, you know, it's an extra Irish lad on on the squad, but uh, I think it's a what the fuck. But um, yeah, what you make of uh, Alan Wynne Jones as captain? TJ or Robbie, whichever. I left. Yeah, I think uh, he's probably the the natural man, like to uh, to be the captain of the Lions. Like it's fourth, uh, fourth um, tour, and he's the most capped rugby player as he of all time. Uh, yeah. Like he's just like he's kind of like got that kind of uh, Paul O'Connell sort of air to him, where he's just that kind of he's a man mountain, and he kind of he knows the game inside out, and he kind of. Um, he has a good kind of relationship with the referees and he can kind of get in their ear and that sort of thing. So I I don't know whether he's going to start all the games in the end um, you know, because it's quite, he had a few problems with injuries and stuff like that. And as I said, it's going to be quite a, quite a physical tour, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I think he's, he's definitely at the moment, he's kind of head and shoulders uh, to be like the, the Lions captain. I think, you know, Owen Farrell has kind of um, like, Maybe he would have been in with a good shout if he was on the same same form as he was on the last Lions tour to be captain. Uh, but his kind of form for kind of England has kind of dipped a bit. Um, so I think that and the kind of thing they were talking about Atoje being captain as well. But I think maybe England kind of not really performing too well in the Six Nations probably maybe kind of set them back a bit. And yeah, Alan Jones is kind of you know yeah he's like he's definitely you know Lions uh, tour captain material you know. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, just a massive leader for uh, the Wales. And uh, he's just, you know, once he steps out in that pitch, he just demands respect. So he's a fucking beast, as he said. But uh, I think it's a great shout to have him as the captain. Uh, you know, he's been there for how long now? And he has the respect of not only the Welsh boys that are going to be on that team, but you know, all the boys uh, from the other countries as well. Um, massive shout to Scotland as well. They have... Uh, I think this is the most they've ever had on the Lions squad. Um, I'm not sure how much they have going, but uh, I think they're last Eight Scottish lads. Eight Scottish lads, but uh, I think their their previous high was uh, was five. So that's telling you how well Scotland are playing lately. Um, fucking delighted for them as well. Um, yeah, I suppose we'll bet on boys uh, to just a quick sports roundup. Um, all I have to add to the sports roundup, I suppose, is. Uh, the Canelo versus uh, Saunders fight. Um, you know, Canelo, I think he won by TKO in the eighth round. Uh, he absolutely tore the other boy, a Saunder. Uh, he fucking... Saunders made a big swing. Uh, Canelo uh, kind of ducked under and just popped him with a fucking uppercut to the to this eye socket. And uh, he's after doing damage to your man's eye socket. So... Um, I think that's a that is serious. But uh, TJ, do you have any uh, else to add to the sport roundup? I was just thinking to myself here. Sorry, slightly off topic. Thank God I don't have to put in a beeper when I'm editing this. 
because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there'd be yeah, nothing. Other people <laughs> It'd be like a forklift in a factory. All you hear is beep, beep, beep. <laughs> That's TJ's way of saying don't curse. <laughs> I know oh, it's everyone knows everyone knows I mean it's put up the but uh yeah no I was just laughing to myself there about it just comes naturally to me boys you know I, I'll, I'll end up like fucking not speaking if I have to stop person because I just won't be able to do it it's, it just it happens naturally I don't even think about it and it just they're just like I commas think. in a sentence that's all they yeah, are yeah they know. are really yeah they're, they're sentence enhancers that's what I call them boys <laughs> The worst part to this is this is uh, for the listeners uh, they know already this is pre-recorded like and yeah anyway um yeah <laughs> Liverpool back to win ways in the soccer and Thiago getting his first goal as well kind of stuttery performance uh for Liverpool last night but still three points and Manny getting on the score sheet as well in a two 0 win over Southampton big result over the weekend yesterday was Chelsea defeating Man City and. Um, I can't think of the Chelsea manager's name. Is uh, it Thomas, Thomas Tuchel? Thomas Tuchel. Um, I mean, he is doing some job there, and Chelsea are going to be a real force next year. And um, qualifying for the Champions League final during the week as well, uh, defeating Real Madrid, it just shows they're going the right way. And Bramovich is kind of getting what he wants now after a few disastrous years. Um, another one. I mean, Spurs couldn't win with Mourinho, and they can't win without him either. Uh, Leeds defeated him yesterday. I'm delighted with that because I had a couple of Leeds players in my fancy fancy Premier League as well. So. Me too, man. I have a Bamford is <laughs> fucking killer, man. Didn't you? Yeah, and uh, Dallas as well. So yeah, no, delighted. And um, yeah, Everton defeating West Ham today. I mean. David Moyes had West Ham going really good and they're in kind of in good position for a Champions League spot, but Everton defeating them today. And then Manchester United defeating Aston Villa as well. Um, they lost to Villarreal on Thursday, I think. Uh, I, I'm ha- complete brain fog tonight. Sorry. Um, but Arsenal, Arsenal playing Villarreal and they, they drew, but they're out of the Europa League. Uh, who was Man- Manchester United playing? Uh, Roma. Roma. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean they were defeated three two, but Bain's back today, and Cavani is having some time for Manchester United. Even though I Liverpool fan, you have to respect what Manchester United are doing at the moment. And the brilliant thing about all of that is, Man City aren't declared champions yet. So the longer <laughs> that goes on, the better. But uh, yeah, that's the the roundup I have for you, Liam. Even though I stuttered my way through because I couldn't think of anyone. You need to try in a few curses there, TJ. Yeah, that'll stop That's it. <laughs> Feel like that, man. I couldn't she think of fucking it. Roma. That's so. That's my curse. <laughs> that's all it is, TJ. You just gotta let a few, a few fucks flow, you know. Um, Robbie, do you want to add into uh, to the sport yeah. roundup, bud? Yeah, a bit of uh, NFL stuff. Uh, so um, I'll try and keep this interesting for you. Uh, so I was saying last week about Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of, he was the MVP of the league last year and kind of he, he's unhappy. He wants out and all sorts of rumors flying around uh, about where he's going and, you know, the amount of like players and stuff that will have to be traded in order to get him. And 
there's loads of financial implications for uh, the Packers uh, if they trade him anyway. But um, the kind of the highlight of this kind of uh, whole kind of news story is that um, a restaurant in uh, Wisconsin has promised Aaron Rodgers free beer and free burgers for the rest of his life if he stays a Packer uh, for next year. So, <laughs> to be honest, you know, I know oh, he hell, makes like sign back up for one more year, like Jesus. <laughs> He makes, 40, to be he makes happy. forty million a year, but you know, I definitely, I definitely uh, take that deal. Oh, easily! Like that's fucking hell for one more year of your life, man. Get that, get that in writing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great publicity for the restaurant as well. I forget the name, but uh, yeah, just kind of one, one kind of element of the story that kind of caught my eye there. That I know, I knew you guys would be interested in it. Uh, yeah, a quick question for, for you, Robbie. <laughs> Quick question yeah. when you're on NFL. What sort of calories would an NFL player be eating every day? Remember hearing about Sean O'Brien having to eat, what was it, about four or 5,000 calories or more? Because yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll look up Aaron Donald's uh, diet because I know he's 285 pounds and he's like 10% body fat. So I imagine he's packing some serious calories in there. But it kind of would vary on, on position and stuff like that. But... uh you would say like a small NFL player would be like probably 200 pounds, you know, so yeah, that'd be kind of the average height of most or average weight of most uh, GA players, you know, so that's the small guy. Yeah. And probably the same for rugby. A small guy is probably like 200 pounds in a way. So yeah, they're all of them are kind of monsters and they're talking about, you know, uh, Russell Wilson, he's six foot tall and he's, he's, they're saying that maybe he's kind of too short uh, to play quarterback um, because he can't, he can't see downfield because guys are kind of just putting up their arms and he has to, he has to move to throw the ball and stuff like that. So that's the kind of stats you're dealing with there, you know? Yeah. Quick one, Neem, actually. Sorry, and I know I'm butting in. It was just when we were contacted, if anyone wants anything publicised or any sport or any club around the world, because we know we have listeners around, we'd love to hear from you. And we added into the sports roundup because... It's great having um, contact from um, everyone that's listening. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll trade publicity for points. Yeah, so Sarah's out with points, <laughs> lads. Happy days. <laughs> um, throw some yeah. burgers in. <laughs> oh, point, points and food, lads. You, you have my heart right there and then. If Pat McDonough <laughs> is listening, we need, maybe. Yeah, we need an, an Aaron Donald uh, kind of contract here, guys. Level <laughs> calories. Well, it'd be handy yeah, when the pubs reopen again. You'd be able to pop up to a certain venue on High Street. Pat McDonough, if you're listening. Just sort us out, boys. Sort us <laughs> out. Right, boys, look, before we get bogged down and chatting about fucking food and pints, you know, which my heart really, really wants. But, uh, yeah, we'll we'll bear on to uh, the first concert you want to go to once COVID fucks off. Um, I was just thinking about this. Um I suppose my kind of vibey concert, uh, the last one I went to would have been Mumford and Sons. TJ, you were there with me. Oh, yeah. And I fucking loved that band. And it was a great night. Dermot Kennedy was doing a fucking warm up for him. Like, yeah. Uh, great night. So, Mumford and Sons, that kind of vibe, vibey band would go for me. So, I kind of went with Imagine Dragons. They have some very similar songs, the similar kind of vibe. Um, they have a couple of Rocky tunes there as well. So, I think. Uh, that that would be me stars, you know. Throws on a few points, lads. Um, I will bop around the place like there is no tomorrow. We're actually um, very posh that night as well. We we're drinking pints of prosecco as well. Do you remember that? 
Yeah, yeah, point to the <laughs> That was unreal. <laughs> like, you know, you had to, you had, the queue for getting beer was just, it was yeah. fuck off. Like, so I just ended up going for Prosecco and like, you could have ordered like a little kind of glass of Prosecco. Well, what's the point? You know, I'm going, I'm going to get shit. <laughs> I think I should face anyway, so I throws on a few points there, would you? <laughs> we washed it, we washed it down, what was it, with Rock Shore, or what cider was it, Rock Shore? <laughs> so... Yeah, there was, a, yeah, there was a stupid cider there, yeah. Probably just a cider they didn't have to fucking pay for. So, the Rock Shore's a lager, no? Uh, they, they have, have a cider, cider as, well. as well, yeah. Yeah, that's how bad it is, Robbie, you don't even know they have cider. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some uh, some beer at concert would be mucked like if you just have like Heineken or fucking I don't know some other shite like if Rockshore yeah, yeah. wants to sponsor us or Heineken we retract everything was said <laughs> I don't. don't touch my honey baby <laughs> <laughs> I don't retract what I said but I'll still drink whatever you send me I know Heineken so, uh, can fuck off because it's pure muck it is it is it is it is but uh, you know we're in a lockdown boys beggars can't be choosers you know definitely do you know what the worst lager is Fucking San Miguel. Oh, San Miguel. Budweiser. Budweiser was nearly getting out of there again, but it's definitely <laughs> San Miguel is absolute fucking oh like TJ, what's your favorite point, Paul? <laughs> uh <laughs> Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, you, yeah, Liam. Yeah. Fuck we'll you. Pretend, we'll pretend it's not Budweiser. Uh TJ, what's 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 your first concert you're going to go to, Paul? I was actually going to start on about drink. I forgot what we were chatting about. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Drink has just taken over this, uh, this conversation. I think it's because we know the pubs are often back up. We're getting a bit kind of jittery, you know. So it's like points, 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 points. But uh, yeah, t- let's let's keep it on, on track, boys, on track. I'm too lazy Whew. to text into the group. We have 10 minutes left there just to warn you. <laughs> <laughs> 10, minutes, 10 minutes to travel points. So this is <laughs> just so everyone listening, that's the production to be about 30 messages into WhatsApp. But, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the first concert, um, oh, it has to be Bruce Springsteen. I mean, the man is a legend. Um, 2013 in Nolan Park, the final uh, p- final part of his European rocking ball tour, and oh my god, or yeah, wreck, wrecking ball. Sorry, not rocking ball. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it started lashing rain, and um, I forget what song came on because I was so wasted at it, um, and just absolutely hugging strangers, lepping around. <laughs> And then getting floored and guards coming over asking where y'all right. Uh just sums up a great concert like. And um yeah, Bruce Springsteen and the other one, uh it'd be I'd be kinda of tore between it. You mentioned Mumford and Son, so I won't go there. Uh I'd love to see Dermot Kennedy on an out- outdoor solo gig again. Um saw him in the Tree Arena a few years ago and it was just unbelievable. So the likes of I think he was playing what's the name of that park up in Dublin? Um it's over near over near say where the zoo and that is. Um not Phoenix Park, but do you know Bobby, do you know across say isn't it over is it Kilmainham? Um mm. I can't think, he Well you're thinking of that. I'm going to say the only reason I would not like to go see Dharma Kennedy as a main solo act 
is because I would come out absolutely depressed off my tits. <laughs> <laughs> like great, great musician, great singer, um, but his songs are all depressing. I'm sorry, Paige. Yeah, I know. Actually, I was kind of the la- that concert I went to. Uh, I was kind of slightly going with someone on the sly and it didn't work out. So, yeah, it was probably the perfect concert at the time. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I know. I, Dermot Kennedy, or do you know who I'd love to see? I won't drag on anymore, is actually Robert Grace of Greg Namana. I'd love to see. Uh, now, I haven't heard of any tours he was doing. He's doing a lot of TikTok and releasing singles and that, but I'd love to see. If you could get Robert Grace into Nolan Park, let it happen with someone, some other up and coming band as a support act. That would be brilliant. Get on it, Peter Aiken. On the cats. So, Robbie, come on. Get after it. Yeah, so there's kind of one concert I've kind of been wanting to go to for a while is uh, Fall Out Boy because I'm an emo at heart. Uh, yeah. I just, they've got so many great albums and uh, they kind of do a really good kind of. Uh, live shows over here anyway so I think um, they'd be kind of top of my list to go to and I'd also like to go see uh, Stone Sour as well um, they're kind of uh, Corey Taylor is the lead singer he's he's also the lead singer with uh, Slipknot as well but it's kind of Stone Sour is a little bit uh, not as heavy as uh, Slipknot so <laughs> it's kind of uh, they do kind of some slower stuff and kind of kind of nice kind of ballady stuff and also some kind of heavy stuff but not like metal heavy so uh yeah stone sour and fallout boy would definitely be a uh, top menace that's that actually uh, one thing i discovered on youtube the other day and i didn't see it in years do you ever remember gunter yeah oh i discovered the videos of that again you touch my uh oh what's it i can't think of it but i just die in friends no um he's a german singer you touch right. my tongue along. <laughs> oh, no, it's just... I was way off. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, it's just it's it's it was two thousand and four. I think he released it, but uh, yeah, that'd be funny to watch actually because, uh, yeah, I leave it at that. Yeah, we'll have it at that. We'll have it at that because I'd say <laughs> we're running running well out of time on this uh, this regarding. So um, yeah, I think we're going to take a break. We'll pop back on for our bad dad jokes, our picks of the week. And our high ball. Yup. I hope. So, um, yeah. Again, look to all our new listeners, you know, Memphis, if you want to sponsor us with a, uh, a Zoom that doesn't run out of time, you know, we're <laughs> open to it. <laughs> um, or if Zoom are listening, you know, stop being cheap. Uh, as far as out, lads. I'm <laughs> the biggest spongers on earth. Like, just because we, we fucking are, aren't we? <laughs> I, I, I actually pop into the credit union tomorrow if it meant we could go over and have a session in Memphis. So, oh, simple as that. You'd be paying it back on your own, but I'd, go, I'd definitely go with you. And sorry, <laughs> not to delay, we have our old man listener back. Hey! <laughs> oh, man! He's the oh, only man. man. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's actually brilliant, lads. I mean, oh man, Russia, Turkey, Belgium, France, Canada. We even had Brazil. So yeah, I know we really appreciate everyone listening in. It's brilliant. Thanks, guys. On the guy, I thought you were so touched, guys. My heart, oh. But uh, <laughs> and yeah, it lads. takes a lot for Liam to get soft. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't care. Everyone just stop listening now. <laughs> wait wait mind the fuck we're going to break Jesus Christ I want to run up, I want to, run up to Ali come on. 
Good luck. Talk to you in a bit. Oh, welcome back. Right. And you are, uh, <laughs> if, if you've made it this far, you're going well. BMZ and ice cream, just as you know. Right now, uh, we had scratched out my rant of the week. But I've just found a new one. Thanks to Robbie. <laughs> so I was going to address, just to let you know that, yeah, I'm going to be eating the ice cream yeah, as, as we go out. But, uh, you know, I wasn't going to be slurping on the mic, Robbie. So uh, That has yeah, not been confirmed. That has not been confirmed. Oh, man, I've given you so much evidence. You just won't go back no. and listen to it, Harry. Right? You, you need to present it. me with the evidence. I, I, I presented you with the evidence. You didn't. Where I did. Evidence? I did. It was like episode episode ten, and I gave you the minutes. Circumstantial. No, 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 no. It's, it's circumstantial because you won't go back and fucking listen to it. That's your, that's your fault. That's not my fault. Listen, you're going to be here. That's from my your laziness. That's your laziness. Just, just for defamation, defamation of character. Just for copyright issues, and we don't get in trouble with Imbro. I'm going to do the Irish uh, version of the Rocky team tune while you're arguing there. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Dun. You can't handle the truth. Dun, 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 dun. But the dun, worst dun, thing dun, ever dun. is hearing slurping on the mic. Oh man, you know, like someone sitting, sitting in front of you or across the table slurping on tea. That's fucking bad, lads. You know, that's like that's close enough for me to like slap you. I'm gonna slap you. So, <laughs> Robbie, the next time I see you, man, Listen, man I have that. Con- I have the condition where I hate like people eating loudly or doing that like that. It goes through my brain, so it definitely wasn't me. It definitely was you, man. Like, oh, oh, fucking hell. Like, this, this <laughs> fucking hell. Just move on to the bad dad jokes. So, fuck, TJ, go first. <laughs> You're the host. I'll just to let you know, just to let you know that uh, Instagram <clears throat> followed me the winner last time. Yeah, I saw no. that. Here, lads. Yeah, because when I voted, it voted that TJ was the winner. We have yeah, to. Yeah, well, like, Make no, a no, rule just, here. Uh, no double fucking voting. Otherwise, who double voted? Said, who double voted? Who has two pages? I have, but I no only double voted. Vote. I only voted on one as well. Okay, sorry, I take oh, it. Previous weeks, previous weeks. Anyway, here. Week? We stopped. We stopped. <laughs> I only voted on one. Yeah, yeah, get your fucking facts right. <laughs> hey TJ, go to your bad dad joke, would you? I know I'm well, not. Like just, I'm TJ, protesting TJ, this week. TJ, you finished second, Liam finished last, so just, just let you know. Yeah, but that was, that, that was this, is, this is six weeks in a row. I haven't even come fucking close. I know I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> You're joking. Shit. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, they don't get better this week. Here, actually, the point is. I know I'm joking. Uh, right. The first what? one. Tell her, draw. Tell her, draw. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No, it's okay, no. he woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boom, <laughs> That's your best one. That's your best one today. Yeah. Right, Rob, are you going to go or am I going to go? I sure I'll go there. Sure, you're popping off the old ice cream there. What flavour you got there, pal? Ooh, I have... Butterscotch Almond Crunch. Ooh. Liam yeah, just loves very... cream in his mouth. Uh, do, yeah. <laughs> Any kind of cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Well that kind of leads well into my next job. Um I know what's what's a lesbian's favorite food? <laughs> Fish fingers. 
I think I've answered the joke. The, I've put the answer of your next joke up already. <laughs> all right. All right. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay. So um, I'm going to stick it like TJ and we're going to go with proper dad, proper dad jokes. Um, so um, people say being a waiter is a bad job. But hey, it puts food on the table. Oh. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I once got fired from an orange juice company. Apparently, I couldn't concentrate. It's <laughs> a good bad joke <clears throat> or a dad joke. Uh, but the, the big question is, guys, when does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, as you can tell, lads, I didn't do my homework, and I'm actually looking up these jokes as we go along. Um, <laughs> he's a multitasker. He got the ice cream. He's got looking up the jokes. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, just, I'm just that good. All right. So, um, Dad, are we pyromaniacs? We are, son. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It took you a while there to hook. No, I was just trying to like fill the void of it being a horrible joke. <laughs> yeah, shit, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, this is what, happens. Good one. Good one. This is what happens when I have to look up the joke as we go along. Say that again because uh, the hamster's wheel is um, he's bet here. I I didn't get it. Fuck's sake, DJ. Arson, Arson, Arson. Oh, Arson. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm as slow as a punctured bicycle today. Um, I decided to sell my vacuum cleaner. It was just gathering dust. Hey. <laughs> oh, this one's kind of... It's almost like a three-parter, to be honest. Oh, there's thinking it well, so... No, no, no. No, no, no. It's just like the, they're all to do with cows, but they are kind of... kind of makes sense when you kind of do them together. Okay, okay, what do you call? Why do um, cows have uh, ho- hooves and not toes? Because they lack toes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a cow with three legs? What? Lean beef. <laughs> Lean beef. <laughs> what do you call a cow with two legs? What? Your mama, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you're looking you're down the Stonyford way, huh? Oh, <laughs> another right. week I'm not going was, to win. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I think that one, that kind of won the round, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so my last one. I think I could have said this before or not, but um, here we go anyway. Why don't dinosaurs make good pets? Because they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually love those ones that are like just it's like the obvious answer. <laughs> yeah, I think they're brilliant. Yeah, right. So, um, I think yeah, I think Robbie definitely won that with the the three parter, which you know I was cheating, so it's only down between myself and TJ if you think about it. Because yeah. in a way, yeah, I kind of got disqualified there. I got disqualified. Yeah, in a way, Robbie just told five jokes, which is you know, yeah. Just giving the people what they want. Giving the people what they want, man. We put it out to Instagram anyway, so um, yeah. Instagram between decide. between me and TJ. Between me and TJ. <laughs> Robbie, is, uh, uh, <laughs> if I win right, this uh, week, I will personally buy a round. 
for you and Robbie when the pubs reopen. So that's a bright. Did you only buy more than one? <laughs> I never said around the what, but I'll you, buy you have my vote, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have mine. You ain't buying my vote. Two hula hoops on the way. Right, boys. Right, boys. We will. Uh, we'll bet on. So, um, yeah. Picks of the week, boys. Um, so again, I'm going to have to be doing my homework as we go along. So, if uh, Tita, you want to take it away with your pick of the week, and um, you know, then we'll probably go to Robbie and then back to myself. So, uh, <laughs> probably go to me next. <laughs> yeah, on, on you go, Tita. Yeah, no. Pick of the week? I'm rewatching a lot of yokes again. So my two picks this week are two um, music artists and albums. Um, one that got me through going to college back in 2011 uh claire mcguire light after dark um just loved that album and uh every as she has irish um parents as well so gets vote there second one completely different is uh toto with their 1982 album um and it's i can't think of the name of it for another one uh toto four i think the name of the album uh, has some deadly tracks on it of course that's one featuring uh, Africa and Rosanna as well two songs I love so yeah they're my two picks this week see Africa makes my playlist of uh, perfect songs they're just kind of flawless so that's definitely it's on there yeah I know it's it's just they're just a brilliant band band and yeah no makes me want to take the drum kit again because the the drum into Rosanna is just fucking flawless like it's brilliant like so uh, they're my Peter you me. feeling all right man why you're just you're cursing naturally here normally you like <laughs> normally you emphasize a curse word in your sentence you know and you like enhance enhance the sentence but you know you're just you're, you're talking like me man are you okay <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I felt left out on the lurch there. Plus, we flagged it that under 18 shouldn't listen to this podcast without their parents' permission. So, uh, listen at your own risk. Especially <laughs> my son shouldn't listen. So, stop listening. <laughs> yes, right now, stop. I think it's a bit late right now. So, uh, stop now. Stop now. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> All right, Rob, your pick of the week, boy. Yeah, so pick of the week there. Uh, now TV pulled me back in there. Uh, they got me on the old, uh, the old deal there for two months for a tenner uh, for like all the entertainment or cinema and stuff because I really wanted to watch uh, Tenet, which is the uh, Christopher Nolan film. So if you know any of his films, they're all like real kind of crazy films like uh, Interstellar and Inception and stuff like that. So it's kind of, they're all a bit of a mindfuck uh, kind of movie really. And uh, this one is kind of no different. <laughs> but basically... When you watch this, you just don't ask questions, you know? You know, if you want to ask questions, you have to stop, ask a question, and move on. It's that sort of that sort of film. If you're asking questions, you just get out of the room. That's what I'm saying. So uh, what you're saying so, is don't sit down and watch it with your mother. Don't don't sit down and watch it with someone who's kind of like half on their phone, half, you know, <laughs> who's that lad? I thought he was that. Oh, Jesus, no. Oh. I'm like, it's just... <laughs> it's so, because you by explaining... The ten seconds it will take you to explain, you will have for, like you'll have missed out on like probably a lot of films. So uh, it's kind of one of those sort of films. So it's probably not for everyone to watch it. Uh, I watched it 
in two different. I watched it a bit on Friday, a bit on Saturday, and I'm gonna have to watch it again to kind of fully get everything. But uh, there's kind of a bit of kind of time travel and kind of stuff like that in it. So uh, it's really good, but you know, you kind of might be have to watch it a few times to be honest. Nice, nice. I would have cut in sooner there, but my mouth was full of uh, full of ice cream. <laughs> butterscotch. Yeah. yeah, damn butterscotch. Damn sexy butterscotch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, sounds good. I, actually, I've seen a few ads for it, like a few trailers, uh, and I've definitely wanted to watch it. But um, And Denzel Washington's son in it, and he's a brilliant actor, but he's also surprisingly short. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's a really short guy for Denzel's son. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like what, like he just kind of—I can't get away from it. In every scene of the movie, he's like this badass guy going around kicking shit at people. But he's like, you know, not that short people can't do that, but he's just really short. <laughs> uh, he's a really good actor, and also uh, Robert Pattinson is in it as well, and he's kind of good in it as well. He's going to be the next Batman, so yeah, it's kind of it's good. Yeah, excited for that one. I know, excited for uh, Batman. But um, yeah, I suppose my two picks of the week, boys. Um, you know, one of them is just after coming around to Netflix. Um, and I know a lot of reviews that came out of it was, oh, it's shit and whatever. But, uh, you know, I just needed some mindless watching. And it was Men in Black International. So it was the one with Chris Hemsworth. And I actually thought it was decent. Um, not because Chris Hemsworth was amazing or I can't think of a woman that was in it. Not that she was amazing. But there was a little uh, kind of CGI chess pawn in it. And uh, he was just fucking hilarious. Like, he'd come out with the funniest shit. Um, so I'd watch it just to sit down and watch that little chess pawn go around again. Like, I told my housemate that I'd sit down and watch it again with him because uh, he, he he didn't see it. I watched it on my own. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely go up and watch that again later on. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, just a great laugh to sit down and watch that little pawn piece fucking, you know, just having the fun with life. So, um, yeah, I definitely watch that. Another one, then, is a kind of superhero one. Um, I know I've definitely uh, given it a shout-out, probably at the start of this season or maybe the end of last season, but it's uh, The Boys. So I've watched all season one. I'm going watching season two now because I just kind of fell out of it and I started watching the last year on Netflix. But it's nice and simple. Um, it's a group of guys that go around trying to kill superheroes. And the superhero, the main superhero in it, He's like the top superhero of all the good superheroes, but he is just fucked up in the brain and he is like probably the worst supervillain ever. So, um, yeah, get in and watch that, lads. So, Men in Black International and The Boys. So, the Boys. Um, the Boys. The Boys. Yeah, you can keep that excitement, lads, because we are about to bet on to the high ball. The high ball. Oh, oh. Your poor, uh, huh? <laughs> it's not that exciting that Jesus can't <laughs> fuck right so um, yeah we know what uh, this high ball is because uh, again I didn't do any homework and you know I'm going to put it down to the fact I was working today so um, you know I have an excuse but um, yeah uh, today's high ball is what sport would you love to play while drunk now not absolutely inebriated but drunk a bit merry you know and um, I actually have a bit of uh, experience playing some sports drunk. So um, I might leave one of ye off, chatting about first, and then, you know, I'll come in with my couple of stories at the end. So, um, TJ, do you want to take it away? 
could you believe I've, I'm trying to think of a sport? <laughs> I know I tossed it up, but I didn't think it passed the cut for the podcast. I won't lie to you. <laughs> it, was, it, was the first, it was the first thing on my list. Um, <laughs> actually, let Robbie take this one for a sec. Sorry. Um, do you know what I'd love to do, actually? Drunk. Listen to Liam's story. <laughs> Is, um, the, what's it like the, uh, the fucking, the diving thing called? It's just diving, isn't it? <laughs> it's Olympic yeah. diving. There'd be some crack to be doing pissed. Because, like, you're just, like, <laughs> you'd be going up, you'd be walking up to the board or whatever, and, like, you would, like, this whole thing about it would be the fear element. The fear element would be gone to a certain degree because you're, you know, yeah, you're fairly yeah. You're fairly loose or whatever. Uh, so you'd be having the chats with, you know, people going up to the diving board, and then, sure, you'd go out and you'd, you'd think you were doing a, a mad kind of crazy dive, but you end up doing, like, a fucking... Um, What's a big swan dive? <laughs> big swan dive, and you actually tear the fucking stomach off yourself or whatever. So yeah, I think that'd be a good crack to do because uh, I definitely probably wouldn't have the balls to jump off the the top uh, of the diving board when I'm sober anyway. So uh, probably a good idea to have a few uh, and obviously lifeguards as well, and probably uh, a life jacket as well. I can actually oh, just thinking God. about it now. It would be pretty dangerous. Yourself up by you'd fucking you'd make bits of yourself. You'd be <laughs> splashing out definitely that night. Uh, lifeguards on hand there. Boys, you need more than a few. You need a fucking ambulance there as well. <laughs> but I'd definitely love to give it a go. <laughs> um, TJ, have you thought of any or do you want me to crack on with, with, uh, with myself? I actually thought of one, but you can crack on there. All right. Um, I suppose I have two kind of main ones that pop out to me. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, one of them, looking back on it, if we were trying to play serious a serious game, um, it, could, it could have been dangerous. But um, I played rugby sevens uh, drunk. So um, it was just a, like, look, lads, it, it's a day of drinking and a very open field rugby. But um, I remember we entered the team and the team was all props. And we were all drinking on that team from the word go. And I think we got out there at probably 11 o'clock in the morning. And we didn't finish playing until probably 6 o'clock in the evening. So you can imagine by the last game, we were all kind of fairly... Rucked. Falling over the place. Yeah, we were proper rocked. Proper rocked. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, again, as I said, if we're trying to play some serious rugby, it would have been a big, big mistake. But we're all just there for the crack. And we're like, yeah, it's full contact and whatever. But, uh, you know, great crack. Um, another one I've played is just kind of tipping around, playing a bit of football with, with a few boys. And, you know, cans down at the pitch. You know, as every young lad does, you know. And, uh, you know, this soccer ball comes out and all where about 10 of us there. So just a little five-a-side game of drunk football, which was great crack because you had lads, you know, you'd have one lad go off in a sprint, he'd pull up and he'd puke his ring up. And then, you know, you're <laughs> tackling then as well and try to kick a ball and you, you can see fucking two balls and you're like, <laughs> which one do I kick? So, um, yeah, it's great crack, boys. But, um Definitely, if you're trying to play a serious sport, I definitely wouldn't uh, wouldn't be drinking. But uh, I think Robbie, you're you're one of the high diving. Um, I think that'd be great fun, great crack. Also, very dangerous. I've actually thought of another one that I've actually done, like kind of along the lines of yours, Liam, is uh, pitch and putt. Now, I, I actually Ooh. hate golf. I hate golf. Yeah, yeah. And but for some reason, going around with a group of lads and a bag of cans, you know, pitch and putt. That's definitely more my vibe. <laughs> That's about as golf as I get, to be honest with you. So <laughs> that's a good one. I'd love to give that a go as well. 
Um, probably the only way you'd ever get me out back out onto a golf course. Um, TJ, come on, what, what's your one, bud? The time we thought we won the golf tournament, remember that? Oh, but yeah. <laughs> they announced us as winners. <laughs> we should have, we should have got up and left. Fucking the two hundred quid was in my wallet. We should have got up and, and went. <laughs> Can't. Uh, yeah, no, I played a game of football. Uh, one a Gaelic football one morning morning after um, an eighteenth, and I was still pissed, but I still scored one too. So the best games played drunk. Um, <laughs> T- thinking about it and I don't want to get slagging for it because I don't want to come across as sexist or anything but it have to be mixed beach volleyball <laughs> why is that sexist though <laughs> yeah. uh, because I wouldn't have the guts to ask any of the women out when I'd be sober so oh, so it's more of a kind of mainland sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he's not there for the sport he's not there for the sport boys no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. Um, I was thinking about golf either, but swinging when drunk wouldn't be great. Um, yeah, TJ ended up swinging both ways. Uh, no stranger to the swinging, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think. Yeah, I think what Liam was saying there actually, I wouldn't even when drunk, I wouldn't have the guts to do a high dive. I, I get dizzy stepping up on the chair like I'm so scared of heights. Um but um yeah I think rugby sevens actually I'd love to play that. I was actually just thinking I was going to be an absolute gobshite and ask how many players do you need for it and then I was thinking <laughs> rugby Ooh. sevens you fucking need <laughs> You've had a couple of them moments throughout this uh, I know. I, I'm I absolutely haven't brain fogged the past month. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I think that'd be deadly. And I was actually just thinking if it goes ahead this year, hopefully towards it's around the uh, August bank holiday, is it, Liam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking if oh, things get to wait. go ahead, wouldn't it be deadly to enter a podcast team? <laughs> we get destroyed. I know, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you have myself a big Jack there, you know, ain't no one tackling Jack. Is Ty going ahead this year, man? No? Ooh. That's a good question. I don't know. There might, hopefully there is like going to be like a like a one day or a weekend tournament or kind of thing. But um, at the moment, I haven't heard that. So, Thanks, Pure Crack. And oh, COVID boy. safe. Yeah. 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 Great crack. COVID safe. TJ will have his women there because, you know, you need – it's a mixed team. You know, TJ be sorry. You'd have, <laughs> have, have an excuse for pulling anyway. <laughs> the tags, of course. <laughs> Oh, like you do, huh? Fucking creepy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> right, boys. I think we should sign it off there to fuck before we go down this uh, very, very dark, uh, dark route of uh, chatting about us when we're drunk. So, yeah, fuck it. We'll sign it off there. Just give me a second. Let me clear my mouth. <laughs> ah, what a lovely fucking ice cream, lads. So, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, this has been the Two Hands on the Heart podcast. I have been Liam. I have been your best host ever. Uh, you have been the lads. You have been great crack. And, uh, yeah, God bless and good luck. 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 Good luck.